You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome. A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by Zen Sports. Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, and get up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager in the Zen Sports app. TrueMav Fitness. I'm going back to TrueMav on Thursday. Worth Campbell, the owner and head trainer there, is a long suffering Titans fan. I hope that he will not take his frustrations as a Titans fan out on me during my workout. But for the best workout for you, a new version of you, and a new way to work out in the process, don't wait for New Year's to start your New Year's resolution of getting in better shape. Go to TrueMathFitness.com where your first workout is free. And the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands. Amanda J. and her team have you covered protecting your constitutional rights wherever justice demands. That is the promise that Amanda J. and her team make to you. So, we haven't talked in a couple of days. We haven't talked uh, since the Titans played the Seahawks. We haven't talked since before the Titans played the Seahawks. And obviously, that was a less than enthusiastic result. You have the opportunity to close out the game. You've got the 17-13 to lead. The Seahawks haven't played great. You've held a lot of things down as a defense. And then with 321, you score with Derrick Henry. You take that four-point lead, meaning that Seattle has to drive down the length of the field. In order to beat you, they have to score a touchdown. And what happens? 14 plays, 80 yards, and a touchdown over Trey Avery's head um, for Geno Smith, who had struggled throughout the course of that game. Now, the result for the Titans benefits their draft position, if not morale, because this year's team is sinking if it's not already sunk. And looking around at what the Titans have to offer, on Sunday, they did not have to offer fans the entertainment value of Will Levis. They got a, a pretty, they got an above average, well, at least this year, it's an above average Derrick Henry performance. On any other year, it'd feel like a standard Derrick Henry performance, but that's just not the place that he's at. Right now, with Derrick Henry, 16 weeks in, um, still throwing for a touchdown, a pretty deep touchdown that he had to throw for, and a rushing touchdown that probably should have given them the win. Should They played well enough to win until all of a the sudden they didn't. Uh, BS says we did a good job for the purposes of losing in order to improve your draft position. Yes, you will pick no lower in this year's draft in the first round than ninth overall after the weekend's results. You were currently, you're currently slated to pick seventh if the draft happened today. Um, so you can look at it as a positive if you like, but I would also like to see them make strides while they work some of these kinks out over the course of the remaining two weeks, and then this thing can mercifully be over. But Mike Vrabel talked about Will Levis today and some of the opportunities that he would be given. Uh, Daniel Perez says, Bucky, you coming to Houston? I go to every home game, or excuse me, I go to every Titans game. Uh, that's my job. So, yes, I will be there. 
uh, get in Saturday. Uh, I don't think I get in until Saturday late. I didn't really, didn't really feel the need to go spend the day in Houston. Um, but I will be in Saturday night and out Sunday night after the game. I'm probably going to catch that eight o'clock flight back. But looking at Ryan Tannehill in the absence of Will Levis, it was pretty underwhelming, right? He was clearly rusty. He was. He looked like a person who had not played football in 10 weeks or had not played in an NFL football game in 10 weeks. He's obviously played football. He's been out there uh, at practices since uh, since being jettisoned from the lineup and working back through his injury and all these different things. And for him, it looked pretty rusty. There wasn't he, – he wasn't as accurate as we are accustomed to him being, even on days when he has been less than 100%. Saw some pretty good mobility out of him, which we haven't seen in a while, but for the most part, it was not Ryan Tannehill's best day. So uh, with that being said, if Will Levis can play, I'd like to see him play. That, you know, his status remains to be seen, and we'll talk about it together. But first, I want to ask you your Two Rivers Ford take in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Uh, do you want to see Will Levis in the final two games this season, if he is available? That, of course, is the precursor. Would you rather them play Ryan Tannehill? Would you rather see Malik Willis? Or do you want to see Will Levis play quarterback for the Titans against the Texans and the Jags to potentially play spoiler, if nothing else? We'll talk about it together. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it is made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer services. What Two Rivers Ford offers you, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. They've got you covered. So would you like to see Will Levis in the remaining two games? Cosmo Kramer says, yes, absolutely. Uh, Levis, of course, says Beverly on Facebook Live. Dean Buckwalter says, Ryan Tannehill holding the ball too long again with a horrible offensive line. Bad combo. Jonathan Ertel says, if Levis can go, you play him. Daniel Perez says, Levis. Bobby Carter says he was hyped to see Tana wheels, but that's about it. After the start he had the season, I wasn't expecting much. And yeah, of, for Ryan Tannehill, uh, I'll pull up the, uh, I'll pull up my game book here just so we can look at his numbers. It wasn't overwhelming. I don't think he had more than 152. Yeah, 152 yards, 18 of 26, took six sacks, um, and a couple of them, in fact, I would argue most of them were on the quarterback in this game. Though the offensive line wasn't great, Ryan Tannehill's inability to get rid of the ball in short order or to at least adjust for this offensive line has been notable. It's not just the offensive line. The boy that Ryan Tannehill plays invites these sacks, and it makes life harder to get through. His longest completion of the day was 17 yards, um, a 17-yard reception by Chig, and that was about the extent of it. It was a slog. So for Ryan Tannehill, we understand what it is. We understand who he is. I think he can still play. Um, you know, I, I think he looked rusty. I don't think that he still wouldn't be the best option for them to win a football game in Houston if Levis can't go. But what Mike Vrabel said of Will Levis uh, earlier today, and I'll read from you directly or read to you directly from the transcript. Um, he missed, of course, the the game against the Seahawks. They're hopeful he'll be able to get back out on the field in week 17. Uh, he said Vrabel did today that he thinks playing in the final two games of the season would be invaluable reps. That's a quote. 
for the rookie and noted the chance to handle the operation and work the offense on the road this week in Houston would be particularly good experience. I think he'll probably try and practice tomorrow, tomorrow being Wednesday, probably in a limited basis, but I think that he's better. He's improved. He's been working hard to get back like everybody else. So if Levis can go, I am pro playing him. And it's not just because of, it's not just because of the invaluable reps, though that is the primary reason. It's because Ryan Tannehill, honestly, I think he's just going to get hurt if you put him back out there. And he he explained to us why he took the sacks at the end, but it's still just, it's not a good enough explanation. I mean, we've got to cover some ground there, right? So you can't uh, be throwing the ball to the check downs and expect to you know, get the 40 yards we needed to to be able to take a shot and uh, swing at it. So, um, yeah, we had long developing routes. We're trying to push the ball down the field and, and didn't have time to, uh, to get it off. So that's Ryan Tannehill. A to Z Sports Prime Time is presented by Zen Sports. Download that app, plug in the promo code A-T-O-Z-T-N, and they will give you up to $1,000 on your No Danger First wager. Zen Sports is where you wager on all your favorite major sports. And if your Zen Sports play is good enough, you can be entered into participate in their VIP rewards program where the boosts are better, where the profits are better, where the bonuses and the comps are better. ZenSports.com slash VIP is where you can apply because you have to apply. It is invitation only. Download that app, plug in the promo code. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Must be 21 or up in Tennessee to bet. So, um, I think if Levis can't go, that the Ryan Tannehill experience is probably still the best way to try and win a football game. Hello Lady says, if Tannehill would get hurt, why put Levis in? Well, it's not because... I'm saying that Tannehill would get hurt if he keeps if he stays out there because he's not adapting and hasn't really for the protection in front of him. Levis gets rid of the ball quicker. Levis is still out there getting the shit kicked out of him behind this offensive line and and the you know the ankle injury is something that he's been dealing with for a while and at this point it probably just makes sense to get him as healthy as humanly possible. But Tannehill is just hanging in the pocket trying to get the pass off and taking a defender's helmet straight to his chin. Like these are, these are really brutal hits that he's taking. And Levis, Levis takes some vicious hits, but it's because he's out there running for his life and trying to run through people. He has not yet adapted or learned how to slide. Levis has to play if he's healthy enough to protect himself. He has to learn. He has to find a way to work through these defenses. He's going to have to learn to Ryan's defense at some point. No better way to do that. And, the Jags defense at some point, no better way to do that than to get real live game reps against these two and to try and play spoiler, if nothing else, because both of these, all three of the other teams are eight and seven, and there's no guarantee on who's going to win the division. It's a shit show. So you can do a lot of damage here, which is about the biggest victory that you can claim. JQ says, why play him? He's shown enough. Don't get the kid injured to where he has to rehab instead of train in the offseason. Jake, training in the offseason doesn't mean shit. Playing in football games means something. Learning how to process, isolate, and eliminate. To diagnose, to check at the line of scrimmage, to identify things in the D'Amico Ryan's defense, in the Jags' defense. There is no way for you to replicate that. All the throwing to receivers on air at a high school football field in the summer doesn't mean shit. 
for Will Levis. He has to play. He needs to play. There is no way to recreate these things other than the preseason, and he needs to play in the preseason too for the same reason that he needs to play in the regular season. These two games are more important than the three preseason games that he will play or probably will play in some capacity when we roll back around to August. The, the reps matter, especially at the quarterback position, especially with guys who are going to be on the roster next year, including DeAndre Hopkins and Traylon Burks. They've got to find a way to iron that out. There's no better way to do that in real real time. It's a uh, it's a real um, it's a real kind of balance because I understand I understand there's going to be pushback from fans who are who are terrified of putting him back out there behind the offensive line. I get it. He's going to have to deal with it. He's going to be behind bad offensive lines at other points in his career. He's already done it in college. The dude wants to play. The team needs him to play. He needs to learn more about what it is to play professional quarterback. There's only the only, only, only way that he can do that is by playing in these games. Uh, let's see. Uh, MB says, if this idiotic team puts Levis out and he gets injured long-term, I'm done with this team. It's football. Like, you have no way of guaranteeing if if you put him out in week 17 and he doesn't get hurt, but you put him out in week one of next season and he suffers a season-ending injury, is not playing him out of cowardice in these last two games something that's going to matter at all? Of course not. They can get season-ending injuries can happen at any time. Long-term injuries can happen at any time. You cannot protect these guys from that. That's just the nature of the sport. They're football players. They have to play football. I know that there is a hell of a lot less reason to you to play football for him than there is not. But they value it. He values it. And ultimately, it will be to your benefit, even if it sounds like a risky proposition, too big of a risk um, at this point. MB says they are meaningless games. The, the reps are not meaningless. And I cannot, I cannot, cannot emphasize that to you enough. If he's healthy, he's going to be out there. Like, and you guys, listen, you guys are totally entitled to bitch about that. You're totally entitled to bitch about that. I'm, I, I am fully prepared for you all to lose your minds when Will Levis trots out there on the road, if he's able, in week 17 against the Houston Texans. You are entitled to your opinions as such. The opinion of the coaching staff is that he needs to play to gain those valuable reps, and that is what will happen in the meantime if he is healthy enough to protect himself. It sounds like he's trending in that direction, though we will see starting tomorrow. A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by the good people at TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, no workout is ever recycled or repeated. There's no sense in waiting until the new year to get the new you, a new way to work out for the best version of you, whether it's group fitness training, personal training, or just a membership to work out in their phenomenal facility in downtown Nashville in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. Uh, So moving on from the Levis situation, we'll keep you updated, obviously, throughout the course of the week. I know it's going to be a, a the, basically the only thing to talk about is whether the quarterback plays or not. And I understand that uh, I understand that there's going to be polarizing opinions on this one way or the other. I'm just telling you how the coaching staff is going to deal with it. Uh, and you guys can mentally prepare yourselves for that if he's healthy enough to play. In the meantime, as you look at the results of Sunday's game, these hypotheticals are sometimes productive. And I think it's an interesting conversation. Would the Titans have won on Sunday if Will Levis had played? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. 
would the Titans have won Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks if Will Levis would have played? We'll discuss right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the great people at the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. AmandaJGentry.com is where you go to have your constitutional rights protected wherever justice demands. Amanda J. and her team have practiced law in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties in the state of Tennessee, and they will be there to protect you. They will be there to inform you, to educate you, and defend you wherever justice demands. AmandaJGentry.com. So would the Titans have won that game against Seattle if Will Levis would have played on Sunday? So Ryan Tannehill, I don't, it wasn't like, it wasn't a disastrous Tannehill day. Tannehill didn't lose them the game. In fact, I thought that he did well enough. I thought that Ryan Tannehill did more than well enough to win that football game. It was underwhelming. It was rusty. It looked worse than we're accustomed to seeing him. And if he is called upon to play more, perhaps he'll improve because the only way that you can get back into the swing of things is by playing more football, which is we talked about with Will Levis is critical. So if Will Levis is in this game, you know, we have no idea what his stat line would be. We understand that he's playing behind the same offensive line with the same skill position players and, and things of this nature. I don't think that you can say if Will Levis would have played in this game that the Titans would have won because it came down to the defense at the end. And the defense, which played well enough, and Gino wasn't great, they really did well to hold down the Seahawks rushing attack, and the Seahawks rushing attack hasn't been great all year, but still, they weren't letting it be the thing that beat them after plenty of teams have put on tape, especially without Jeff and Tart and Kyle Pecco, that you can run on the Titans, and certainly in the last couple of weeks. So they did well to hold down the run, and then all of a sudden, with 321 left, and the Titans desperately needing a stop, they give up a 14-play, 80-yard touchdown drive. The one thing or 14 things that can't happen culminating in the touchdown at the end of the game. Trey Avery was going to play regardless of who was playing quarterback. And I'm not saying that Trey Avery single-handedly lost in the game. But Will Levis, I don't think, would have had much more of an impact. Maybe he makes a couple more throws. Maybe he is more comfortable taking the deep shot to Burks that Ryan Tannehill passed up in favor of Chris Moore over the middle, which was an incompletion because the ball... Uh, because Chris Moore got popped and the ball popped out uh, as an incompletion. There were a lot of situations like that. I have no idea what it would have looked like because it didn't happen. But the stop, the stop at the end is the thing that's pretty crazy, or the lack thereof, where they'd done it pretty well all game. They were even better on third and long situations than they have been in the past couple of weeks. But there's just nothing that I can do to explain. I mean, I can't explain it because Imani Hooker's not playing and Jeff Simmons is not playing and T.R. Tart's not on the team. And, you know, Harold Landry and Arden Key and Danico Autry are making some plays out there, but that's really about it otherwise. I I think that, you know, there were moments when you had Eric Guerrer one-on-one on DK Metcalf and Trey Avery one-on-one on DK Metcalf, and neither of those are good matchups in favor of the Titans. So that Tannehill played over Levis, I think Levis would have given them a better chance than Tannehill, but that it didn't matter who was playing quarterback at the end of that thing, other than the two sacks. And frankly, I don't know that 
Like, Levis, when he's pressing, has thrown a lot of interceptable passes this year. He hadn't been picked off, to his credit. But there's no guaranteeing that Levis would have gotten them down the field in 57 seconds with one timeout left the way that Tannehill was also unable to. Now, the two sacks were egregious. He's got to get rid of the football. I've liked the way that Levis has got – how quickly the ball comes out of his comes out of his hand, how compact the delivery is. Uh, it does lend itself to that rate of efficiency and to not taking some of those sacks. But Levis has taken plenty of sacks this year as well. The offensive line is poor. The quarterbacks could help them a little more, even though the onus is not on the quarterbacks right now. I understand that. Uh, so, gone viral is how we'll wrap this thing up. It was a crazy weekend of football, particularly in college, and we will get to that here in just a little bit. Um, Harry T-Dub on YouTube says, uh, should we win our next game? In my opinion, no. Should you win or should you try to win? I think those are two different questions. They're going to try to win. Should you be favored? I mean, you're not going to be favored on the road, especially not if C.J. Stroud plays. Um, I don't know what C.J. Stroud's availability is going to be. Right now, it sounds like he's still kind of working his way through some stuff from a concussion standpoint, and that's really scary. So you hope for the best for him. Craig Baxter says, we need a big Jeff out there. Well, you need Jeff out there every week. You need all your healthy players out there as much as humanly possible, and a bunch of them have been shut down to date. So with that being said, uh, Tyreka says, man, I just want to lose out. Listen, it's a t- it's almost, it is more likely than not that you lose out. It is more likely than not that you lose out, but they have to try to win, right? You, you wouldn't want any of them, and maybe you don't want any of them now, but you wouldn't want any of them on the roster at all, coaches, front office, per, player personnel, any of them, if they went out there and actively didn't try to win a football game. If they went out and chargers it and quit and were down 42 to nothing at halftime, that is a different situation. I think personally, you should want to go out there and kick Houston's ass and kick Jacksonville's ass and try and keep one of those two from making the playoffs or at least keep one of those two from winning the division because thus far, you haven't won a single game in the in the division and for that to happen when the division is out of hand for you but very much in play for all three of the others, not that you're trying to do the Colts any favors, but you already got swept by the Colts. Here you have a shot against two divisional opponents. I get why you want them to lose. They're probably going to lose, but they should try to win. All right, Um, let's uh, get to Gone Viral. What's the best thing that you saw on the internet this weekend? We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com. Get your dream address without the stress. Get the Intel Edge you need to succeed, courtesy of the Ashton team. The best thing that I saw on the internet this weekend you know, provided that nothing more serious happened, is a fight on the field between the University of South Alabama and Eastern Michigan. So a couple of directional schools playing in the 66, I think it's like the 68 or 66 Adventures Bowl game, whatever it is, this was the scene after the fact. After South Alabama wins 59-10 to 10 and is celebrating with their student section, singing their alma mater with the band.
It's just a completely ridiculous scene. The defensive back for Eastern Michigan comes flying out of nowhere and just socks the dude, gets a running start, and hits him square in the back of the head. Hit him with no helmet. Uh, hit him or hit the dude with his bare fist in the helmet, which is as stupid a thing as you can do at any given point. It was a ridiculous scene. It was completely unnecessary. I understand when you're embarrassed, when you're frustrated, and that's how your season ends, 59 to 10. But, I mean, completely unacceptable for the Eastern Michigan player. It was a ridiculous video. It was the most, you know, it was the most eye-catching video of the weekend. I don't know if it was the best video of the weekend, but that was this uh, this week's edition of Gone Viral. All right, Bert is, I don't know whether Bert's happy to be back or not, but Bert's back. I'm back. We're going to finish this thing out strong over the course of the next two games, and we are going to get back at it from 10 to 1 on the radio show tomorrow. Lucas will be back from vacation as well, and we will uh, get you ready for another week of football. Uh, Come hell or high water, there is football to be played at least for the next two weeks. Also, the college football playoff. Uh, Josh Pate is going to be in studio, and we will keep you updated with the latest. So come hang out with us on 104.5 The Zone, and I will see you guys tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Prime Time.